start talking. It is Tuesday, March 29th, 2022, and the title of this episode is A Number of This and A Number of That. This is episode 272 with our crowd that never likes us. We never seem to get a respect from these guys, but it's episode 272, and it is also only 275 days until Christmas. Yes, got to run out, buy that junk, buy that garbage, do all those worthless expenditures, got to keep yourself enslaved, got to employ and keep those guys with FedEx, UPS, the Postal Service, Amazon, Uber Eats, DoorDash, and all the grocery delivery guys employed. Yes, I do disapprove. Bill, what do you say? I have been stabbed, shot, poisoned, frozen, hung, electrocuted, and burned. I feel the same way. Let's get started. This is the Paul Truesdell Podcast. Due to our extensive holdings, that of our clients and your host, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and that a conflict of interest exists. The information presented is provided for informational purposes. And now, Paul Truesdell. There's a garbage can in the northeast corner. You drop the bags and leave. Time in, time in, timing out. What history has to say. Let's talk a little bit about timing in, timing out, and time in. It's time that we look at what might happen if we happen to have bad timing this year in the stock market. So we have 72 years in the period from 1950 until the end of 2021. So these 72 years, what I want to do is eh, take a look at things. Let's take a look at the Standard & Poor's 500. Now, as of the close of business on Monday, March 28th, year reports are that the Dow Jones is down 3.8%, Standard & Poor's down 5 and NASDAQ is down 8.25%. So, oh, woe was me. Seriously, terrible, right? Uh Oh, what are we gonna do? Red alert! Run for the run for the seat, run for the, the hills. It's everything's gonna fall apart. A lot of people unfortunately feel that way. Bingo. And that's kind of sad because these people are gonna lose money. Because here's the way it works. If history repeats itself, then you should know that if we look at the stock market on a daily basis, every single day, how many days did it go up? How many days did it go down? We're gonna put it in percentage terms. Stock market has gone up in those 72 years, 54% of the time and it's down 46. That's pretty close to a break even, right? So the stock market doesn't make any money. Never makes any money. Well, it does. You know that and I know that. It's an absolute fact. Bingo. But if we now stretch it out to in terms of months, if we now look at months instead of days, the market's up 61% versus 39. We're talking about, again, the Standard Poor's 500. Bingo. If we look at quarters, we look at quarters now where, oh my goodness, look at this. We're up 60 percent we're down 33%. The point you're learning here with me right now is that numbers are important, but percentages are actually very important. And the sequencing of those percentages are critical. But also, when it goes up, it tends to really go up. Bingo. Now, if we took it years, oh, let's look at the S&P 500 over a period of years. Guess what? We go from 67 on the quarterly basis to 74 up and 26 down. That's huge. Bingo. 
Now, let's go back. Day by day, 54 up, 30, 46 down. Monthly, 61 up, 39 down. Quarterly, 69 up, 33 down. Y- year over year, 74 up, 26 down. What does that say? It says that patience in a long-term time horizon tends to mean that, well, we do a little bit better. I'm not your brains out of your head, any. Yeah, I feel that way when I talk to people who say, oh, you can't make any money in the stock market. That's because you have a short-term time horizon. Bingo. Now, if we look at a rolling five-year period, you got a whole bunch of them in there, 79% up, 21% down. If we look at a 10-year rolling period, 89% up and 11% down. Now, the stock market for the Standard & Poor's 500 is basically, it consists of stocks that are chosen based upon market size. That's a real important factor. And you got liquidity and industry representation, and it's, it's a weighted index. So, you know, it's not exactly equal weighting. It is proportionate to the value of things. So you want to understand this is a very important concept because time horizon, patience, you know, don't overreact. This whole thing with Russia, yada, 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 it will come to an end. How many stock are there? What is the value of the stock market? What is the value of the bond market? Okay, so as of uh, a, couple, about a couple weeks ago, we had 4,266 publicly traded companies on the New York Stock Exchange, American Stock Exchange, and NASDAQ, okay? Now, these exchanges are worth $53.4 billion. Now, this is as of December 31st. Now, one other thing you should know is let's talk a little bit about bonds. Well, the bond market's not exactly small. We've got treasuries, we've got municipals, we've got corporate, we've got mortgage. We also have asset-backed bonds. They're at $52.9 trillion again as of 1231. What else? 21. So that's a big deal if you ask me. $53.4 trillion in stock, $52.9 trillion in bonds, but in treasuries alone, treasuries, treasury debt, treasury, the U.S. government makes up $22.6 trillion. It's the largest piece of the U.S. bond market. So my question to you is, how comfortable are you investing in bonds? How comfortable are you investing in bonds? Now that inflation is now starting to go up, you know and I know that when it goes up, yeah, you get slaughtered when you have holdings. You stupid. They're not. What's nine plus ten? Twenty-one. You stupid. Congressional fraud. The law with no teeth and nobody cares, especially Nancy Pelosi. Well, back on um, the 4th, we celebrated the 10-year anniversary of what's known as the Stock Act. That's right, on 4-4 of 22, this year it's the 10th anniversary of the Stock Act. Oh, it was celebrated by everybody. President Obama signed it, and it was just huge. They had all sorts of fanfare. Everybody was all happy about it. Yeehaw, you know, it was it was a big deal. Order in the court. But it turned out to be a real clown show. Now, I say that because what this law did and does, it prevents the 
the Washington hucksters, shysters, and these lawmakers, they're all of them, they're, they're trading stock on non-public information. How would you like to be sitting on a committee hearing all these things in closed-door session, and then you do what Nancy Pelosi does, you go out and buy things, Red right? alert! She's only worth $100 million, of course, not a big deal, you know? So uh, you can say that we're stupid, but I got news for you, uh, that girl's pretty smart. Yeah! Oh! <laughs> So it was called the Stop Trading on Congressional Knowledge Act, and it, no, they said you can't do this. Bad boys, bad girls. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? The problem is, they ain't coming for you. It's illegal, but it's not, there's there's no prosecution, there's, there's no crime for it. So it's like saying, hey, you shouldn't do this, we're gonna make it illegal, but there's no penalty. To me, well, that kind of sounds like the Joker. And now, it's time for who do you trust? Hubba, hubba, hubba. Money, money, money. Who do you trust? Me? I'm giving away free money. Food inflation. It's getting ugly. Yeah, inflation on food prices is getting pretty darn ugly. I don't know about you. Are you eating at home a little bit more? Have you noticed that the budget's not quite going as far as it used to go? Well, yeah. As of 228-22, year over year, your food budget is up just under 9%, 8.6% on a year over year basis. That's a lot of coin, folks. That's a lot of coin. And as of this year, food prices have gone up alone just year to date, 3.5% we keep this up, we're going to have inflation at around 14, 15%. Going to remind me of when I first got a house back in the early 1980s, it was not cheap. So the reality in life, according to the Bureau of Labor and Statistics, get ready to hold on to your sweet bippy because things are going to get a little expensive. For those of you who know what you're doing, get a hold of Fixed Cost Financial because there is a better way. Batter up Major League Baseball. Babe Ruth would be killing it. Yeah, Babe Ruth would be killing it. The minimum wage for Major League Baseball player has really gone up. So in 2011, they were making $156,500 for a base salary. Now, I don't know, but a lot of you out there would say, yeah, I'd play baseball for $156,000. Ah, that was in 2011. In 2021, the base salary, what do you think it was? It went up to a grand total of $414,000. Oh, but that's, hey, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. That's not enough money. That ain't enough money. Major League Baseball players now get a minimum of $570,000. So that's a lot of coin. They went from, again, 156 to 414 in 10 years, and then another 10 years, they went up to 570. And now this year, guess what? They did a little bargaining, a little negotiation, and they're up to $700,000. And just so you know, there was a guy by the name of Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. Tarzan, what do you think about this? Babe Ruth. 
made the most amount of money in his baseball playing career in 1931. That's when he made, yep, made a grand total of $80,000. Oh, listen, I know that's a lot of money, though. Back then, it damn sure was. Nuclear power, hydrogen, hydrogen fuel cells, commercial trucks. What's next? So I want to talk a little bit about uh, hydrogen. Now, one of the things I have been preaching to you, and I would like you to do the research on, I've been doing this for a long, long time. I've been in the financial services industry now for 36 years. I've been talking about this before then. Gosh, I remember when I was a police officer, I used to say, hydrogen energy, this is the future. This is, we used to have LP propane cars in Tampa years ago. It was an experiment sucked. It was like driving around in a stinky old uh, rotten egg. It always stunk to high heaven, but hydrogen's different. Now, you might say, oh, nobody's doing anything about it. That's not true. Now, the Department of Energy uh, announced last year in October that they're going to spend $20 million to produce clean hydrogen from nuclear power. Now, here's how they're going to do it. The project's going to produce clean hydrogen energy from a nuclear power plant at Palo Verde, the nuclear generating station that's in Phoenix, Arizona. Now, they should generate about six tons of stored hydrogen. It's going to be used to produce about 200 megawatts of electricity when they have peak demand. Okay, so they're just going to store it, which is interesting because that means it's portable. It's really important that you can create something that's portable. Now, when you burn hydrogen, you know what you get? Well, you get water. It goes back to what it is, good old plain water. Now, Hyzon, H-Y-Z-O-N Motors is publicly traded. I'm not telling you to buy or sell. I'm not telling you anything about that. What I will tell you is that they are producing commercial vehicles. They've delivered 87 fuel cell electric vehicles worth about $20 million, and they've got another $14 million coming in. They are supposed to deliver between 300 and 400 vehicles this year, and they're kicking it. Um, I'm not saying that they're going to beat Tesla in any way, shape, or form, but they're kicking it. What they're doing is they've got a lot of buses that are using, again, hydrogen. So the thing is, if you want to actually be totally green, I mean green, 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 you got to stop being galactically stupid when it comes to hydrogen. We've got to build nuclear power plants. And with the nuclear power, combining that with water, you can create something called hydrogen that when it burns, it goes back to water. Water. That's great. Why didn't you say so? And of course, you have proof of that. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep forgetting. You were sick the day they taught law at law school. You put him on the stand and you get it from him. Oh, we get it from him. Yes, no problem. We get it from him. Colonel Jessup, isn't it true that you ordered the code red on Santiago? Listen, we're all a little... Eh, I'm sorry. Your time's run out. What do we have for the losers, Judge? Well, for our defendants, it's a lifetime at exotic Fort Leavenworth. And for defense counsel Kathy, that's right. It's a court-martial. Yes, Johnny. After falsely accusing a highly decorated Marine officer of conspiracy and perjury, Lieutenant Kathy will have a long and prosperous career teaching typewriter maintenance at the Rocco Colombo School for Women. Thank you for playing. Should we or should we not follow the advice of the galactically stupid? Galactically stupid! Galactically stupid! Galactically stupid! Kind of like the galactically stupid and all of the stupidness that we had with the coronavirus. And then we're going to get the flu. We're going to get the flu-roni. 
the Fluroni? Are we still dealing with this stuff? We probably are, because these ass wipes, ass hats, are still in charge. So what I'll do is I'll put in the show notes how fuel cells work. And I want you to take a look at it because it's a big deal as far as I'm concerned. Now, the key thing is, you know, you got to understand that things are moving along. These guys, for example, Hyzon Motors uh, signed an agreement with a couple of different uh, organizations in Australia, New Zealand. They're also going to do some things in Saudi Arabia. They just delivered a bunch of uh, garbage trucks in China to a municipality, Forshine municipality. They did that back in December. Uh, December of uh, 2021. So the thing that I want you to always remember, never forget, there are also cars out there. That's right. Good old fashioned cars. There's a vehicle, for example, called the Toyota Mira. M-I-R-A-I. Mira. Now the Mira is a pretty cool vehicle. It's it's completely hydrogen based. You can only buy it in California. We'll put the uh, link in the show notes. It uh, The dash looks really awesome. I'd love to have one of these cars, but I can't buy it. Why? I'm calling my lawyer. Because we're not allowed to have it in where? Florida. Now, whatever your name is, get ready for the big surprise. Why can't we have it in uh, Florida? Yes! Because it's only, they only got fuel cells uh, stations in California. So again, it would be kind of cool to have one of these things. I think the styling is awesome. I literally would buy one of these things tomorrow over a Tesla. So yeah, everybody's talking about electric vehicles, electric vehicles, electric vehicles. Eh, I don't know about this. I, I want to be able to recharge my vehicle. So you got hybrid vehicles, you got plug-in hybrid, you got fuel cell, which what hydrogen would be. You have totally battery based. But the key thing is, yeah. It's got about 400 miles. That's right, 400 miles. And it doesn't have the kind of battery fluctuations based upon hot and cold and everything else. But if you want to recharge, eh, it takes about five minutes. That's right, five minutes. You want to fill up, takes five minutes. Why? Because it's like gasoline, okay? So the key thing is, I want you to always remember and never forget, we are at the, uh, we're at the point where things are going to get pretty cool pretty quick. And that's just a couple of things by the numbers. So why don't we do this? Why don't we uh, say we get out? Out of here, do our little bit of endings, and then I've got a pretty cool song for you. This concludes the public version of the Paul Truesdell podcast. The rest of the story is available to friends of Paul Truesdell. To become a friend, go to paultruesdell.com and complete the contact form. Are you still here? Why? The good stuff is on paultruesdell.com. The rest of the story is available to friends of Paul Truesdell. To become a friend, go to paultruesdell.com and complete the contact form. Now get going. Go over to paultruesdell.com and become a friend. Go. Get. Now. Yeah. Certainly. Hey, this is Matthew. What's the matter with you? Joanna and Brian told you what to do. What are you waiting for? 
Okay. One more time. Go to paultruesdell.com. Click on contact. Complete the form. Become a friend. Crazy, simple, stupid, easy. little uh, thing from New Dink. New Dink, a little retro, a little funk, a little disco rock and roller. A little rocko with the Ayatollah. You guys remember that? Woo! guys old enough to remember when we used to go disco dancing back in the 70s, Donna Summers? Mm. These people are probably dead. Not me. I'm a freaking vampire. Here we go. Last person I saw to really break a move was Karen. See me bouncing around here on my desk. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all, always remember, never forget, we put songs like that on to get you to get up, stand up, jump, move around. It's all about doing strength, endurance, and flexibility training on a daily basis with natural nutrition, hydration, and everything in moderation. I want you to laugh, drink, think, and feed your brain. 
Think outside the box? No. Reject that the box even exists. Think for yourself, man. Think for yourself. We're out of here. See you on Friday.
Wow. I'd like to start with a list of people I can do without. A proctologist with poor depth perception. Any woman whose hobby is breastfeeding zoo animals. A cross-eyed nun with a bullwhip and a bottle of gin. A waitress with a visible infection on her serving hand. And any man whose arm hair completely covers his wristwatch. Okay, that's enough of that. You stupid. Donna. What's nine plus ten? Twenty-one. You stupid. People got no respect for the brain dead? I have been stabbed, shot, poisoned, frozen, hung, electrocuted, and burned.